I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Emily, this is Zach. Hello. Our fresh new podcast host, or at least fresh to you. Fancy. And look who's back, everyone. It's Emily. She's back from back from the dead. I'm here. I'm alive, kind of. That's all we ask. Not that some sort of necromancy? Not dead. Yeah. Wait, did anybody ever watch that SNL skit with Elizabeth Warren? And, and where Elizabeth Warren was actually on? And they were like, you did so many great things during your campaign. You like advance all of these rights and whatnot, and she's like, I, I, "I'm not dead. I'm just in the Senate." And like that would never <laughs> not be one of the funniest things. Ever. <laughs> I do love her. Uh, yeah. I want that woman's energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She has big mom at Thanksgiving energy. She really does. Realtors always have kind of fun mom energy, and they're always so happy to see you too. This here is an on-fire garbage can. Could be a nursery. Could be a nursery. You know what? I actually enjoy the fun mom personality. Oh, I love it. It's one of my favorites. Wine moms all the way. They're so yeah. much fun. Like Amy Poehler and Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not a regular perfect. mom. Perfection. I'm a cool mom. Yeah. I dig it. Nice to see. Nice to see some respect for the for for fun mom energy. And I just love like the mom who like tries, and they just try so wrong. Right. Like she's a little confused, but she's got the spirit. Beautiful. My favorite. My favorite use of that was someone at like a gay pride parade, and like some right wing news organization comes up and is like trying to like you know start shit. And he puts the mic up to this guy. He goes, how many genders are there? And he goes, I don't know. I just got here. (laughs) Mood. (laughs) I mean, he's a little confused, but he's got the spirit. He knows how it works. I can vibe with that. We we do love to see it. How's everyone doing on this Wednesday night? It is Wednesday, my dudes. Uh... <laughs> hey, welcome to Chili's. <laughs> I miss vines so much. Me too. We could all just start saying oh. vines, and she's not gonna know what we're talking about. I'll just make a series of faces. 
Um, <laughs> one of my favorite TikTokers, and I don't remember the account, which makes me sad, but it starts off as those POVs of like some dramatic scene. And it somehow every time builds up to a vine, but it starts off so dramatic and then it always ends and then with. You don't see it coming. Yeah, but you don't remember. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's my name is Trey. I got a basketball game tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my point guard. I got two games. <laughs> oh, man. What's everyone's favorite vine? Two bros chilling in a hot tub. Five feet apart because they're not gay. Because they're not gay. I'm a big fan of Hi, I'm the Wicked Wiener. What up? My name is Jared. I'm 19 and I never learned how to fucking read. Beautiful. Remember that time you made me do one of those put a finger down challenges for the, uh, the for vines? vines and you didn't know a single one? Mm-hmm. Yep. Me just sitting there. Um, my sorority would rent, rent out uh, academic building rooms to study and we would have study hours. And every single time we would go and somebody was like, does anybody care if I play background noise? It helps me study. And they would end up pulling up a Vine compilation. And so then it would just turn into us plugging that in on the big screen. And instead of studying, we would all just sit there and watch Vines and laugh approximately every six seconds. I love that. We need to like... That's we're gonna start showing you like old Vine comps and stuff. Gotta educate you. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've seen some. You also maybe find that uh follow that vine account on tiktok the daily vines right? i know I it... and it doesn't seem to have helped no <laughs> i don't know tiktok that well film the vine generation i don't i don't think tiktok is quite the same as vines like it, they, uh... um, it's good it is good i think tiktok is freaking hilarious but it's it doesn't have quite the same quotability. That that time when there was about six weeks when we all thought Vine was coming back is kind of like that that time over the summer where we thought we were like done with it, like same energy. We done with yeah. We were like <laughs> we were like the wait is over, and then it wasn't. Rip rip to a real one still all these years later. Anyway first question which i guess is kind of topical seeing as um all too well taylor's version is is a red hot topic right now does age matter in romantic relationships can i kick us off here real quick have at it buddy speaking of age in relationships i got a text from one of my hill staffer friends who was like oh my god i saw matt gates like in the flesh today he smiled at me and i was like oh no so like that because it seems pretty on point. So in that case, yes. Yeah. In the case of, you know, human trafficking people over Venmo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I would say that definitely matters. That's a problem. Regardless of age, I would think. Yeah. 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 Well, no, I, 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 I think the age made it human trafficking because he was paying for her to come across state lines. That's what, like, made it. Or something right. like that. I don't know. He's gross. Yeah. Gross either way. Yeah, absolutely. 
my philosophy is always that it has to be like a specific like percentage of your age and I don't know what that amount is but like when you're younger if it's like obviously like a 14 and a 17 year old even though that's a three-year difference it's just like uh, yeah no gross uh, but if it's a 33 year old and a 36 year old who cares yeah so it feel like there's a percentage of the age I think it also that it matters be, the but I don't know what that that you've been yeah. out in the quote unquote real world because like yeah. two years difference in high school is really freaking weird two years difference in college not tip not super typical but also eh, not a big deal two years when you're like out and like actually like living your life as part of the workforce so like that's nothing right i don't know i i mean the the rough rule of thumb i know is like half your age plus seven i don't know how much and also i saw someone on twitter saying like what's a real red flag is if it's part of a pattern Absolutely. Like, if it just so, like, you know, if it just so happens that over the course of someone's life, like, they wind, like, a guy winds up, like, you know, say he's, like, 37 or whatever, and he winds up falling in love with someone who's 29. Life's just funny like that. But if it's part of it's never happened before. Yeah. But if it's, like, freaking, like, Leonardo DiCaprio refusing to date a woman older than 25, that's a problem. Are the rules the same for both men and women? I would say so, yeah. There's obviously stigma around yeah. older women dating younger men or, or older men dating younger women. Like, like, like people view those two situations very differently mm-hmm. um, in general. Because, well, because in, in, in general, it's like if it's like an older guy, then it's like, yeah, like, bound it up. You know, but if it's the other way around, it's it, it's viewed as like weird, even if it's the exact age is just reversed. Mm-hmm. I was actually just thinking about what Bridget said about like the pattern, because I feel like if there is like a guy that will only date younger women, it's like, oh man, what a little sleaze bag or whatever. But if there's a woman who only would date younger men, it's kind of like, yeah, for you. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it's more just a milk. Yeah, like, not me personally, I'm just saying I think that's more the, like the cultural view of it. Yeah, I would say so. So I think there is a bit of a different standard, at least when it comes to like the, the pattern of it. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, I would say as long as it's not part of a pattern and everyone is like an, a consenting adult and not like a baby adult, like not like someone who's yeah, like 22. Doesn't count. Like that's that's gross. Like 25 and up if it just so happens that two people with somewhat of a sizable age difference fall in love, whatever, you know, the world is weird like that. It also absolutely depends on the power of, like, each person in the relationship. This is very true. This is very, very true. Like, if the older person, I don't know, I think about, like, Jake Gyllenhaal and Taylor Swift. (laughs) But, I mean, we can say it. We, st- we already mentioned all too well. If, like, the older person has kind of, like, that power over the younger person where they kind of control everything. Yeah, no, that's gross. It's gross. <laughs> yeah, no, bad. My last long-term relationship, he was 15 years older than I am. 
which seemed weird at first, and then I kind of forgot about it, but then I was reminded of it every time he uh, listened to music from the 70s. <laughs> because, you know, I was so born in... That? Yeah, and he was born in 1970, so I wasn't even alive in the 70s, but that was like his heyday, you know? And so there's always stuff like that where I reference things from my childhood and he didn't know what I was talking about. So I think sometimes you do miss out on that, um, like the commonality of experience. Yeah. Which seems like oh. it's a small thing, but it did I mean, matter to me. My parents are 20 I years apart. I think that that's important. Yeah, so my boyfriend right now is seven years older than me. But he uh, had to take care of family and he was out of the country for a little bit. So he is now, like, he moved back to the States. He's kind of, like, figuring his life out again now that he's back. Mm -hmm. I'm fresh out of college, figuring out my life. So we're in almost, like, the same stage of life. And so we still have those, like, connections. Yeah, okay. And so I it's think that it's yeah. weird if there's no commonality, but if there's yeah. something that kind of pulls it together, then it makes it somewhat more okay. I would agree. Yeah, no, my, my major thing is, like, when someone's, like, you know, barely, like, just now legal, or if it's part of a pattern, then it's, like, <laughs> then it's particularly gross. Um, countdowns to when celebrities turn 18. Disgusting. No. <laughs> That's a thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although, shout out to the Twitter account that was like, Billie Eilish has turned 18. You know what that means. Now she can operate a forklift as long as she has the proper certification. <laughs> I love it. That is the only valid countdown. Can this person thing. operate a forklift as long as they have the proper certification? They did it with um, Natalie Portman. Yeah. And so that's why I know, like, she ended up having to, like, put on, like, this bitch persona of, like, nobody talk to me, nobody look at me, or else I'll whatever, because otherwise Ooh, no people wonder. would go not. Yeah. Ugh, that's so gross. Yeah. So, yeah, Protect I think young, it... freshly adults. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I think it's mostly the circumstances that matter. Cuz again, like, you know, my parents are 12 years apart. They met when they were, uh, you know, both adults in the workforce. Yeah. And they've been married 25 years now. So I think there's something to be said even for when you aren't in the same place, like you know, in my case, with the guy that was 15 years older than I am, um, you know, I was a grad student at the time, like, you know, barely functioning in life as most grad students um, are. And he was like a person like who had his own house and had like a career. And so he was like the stability that I lacked in every other part of my life. And so we were in just completely different places. I'd never had like a quote unquote real job because I was in school until I was 27. Right. So even being in different places, as long as they're like complementary, maybe. This is also very true. Yeah. That's fair. Hmm. Good thoughts. I would say good thoughts all around. Yeah. I don't see like the stages thing to me is weird. And like this is, doesn't even have so much to do with age, but it's like. I could never be with somebody who has the same career. 
like I could never date another Hill staffer because it would feel like if there's a job opening or something like like it would feel like you're in constant competition with that person. I like the idea of having somebody of being someone like who's in like like a career that's like adjacent to mine, where like our work might overlap a lot and we can collaborate on projects, but but we're not going to be butting heads when it comes to actually moving forward professionally. I think it would be really fun um, if I found a life partner who just had like the complete, like the complete opposite career from me or like whatever I wind up doing. Like if I'm like in like film and TV, there's some kind of crazy, like, I don't know, engine, like, you know, aerospace engineer or whatever. And I don't know a word they're saying about their job, but they can tell me all day long. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be my preference. You can teach each other stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's cute. We stand. We... Plus, you know, you spend all day at your job doing whatever it is you're doing. You kind of sometimes want to break from that, you know, yeah. when you get... You're yeah. Not... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if I'm at work until 8, because they're not going to pass, you know, let's say, I don't know, infrastructure until one in the morning. I don't want to go home and be like, wasn't that crazy? I want to forget about it. Yeah. I don't want right. to talk about it more. Yeah, no. T- uh, t- tell me some things I don't know. Yeah. That counts yeah, as a seduction yeah. method, honestly. In the in the academic world, like, it's really common for people to meet in grad school and get married and then get jobs in the same university. So I have like all these friends from grad school well, that's sweet, that like though. they go on research together and they go to conferences together and they talk about their work all the time and I'm like I would lose my mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, like they, that's a thing I would like fun. to see in like a TV couple that I'm really into. Like I see that like from the outside and I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. But it probably would drive me nuts if I was like working with if I like was like with someone who like did the exact same thing that I do and that was like all we could talk about. I absolutely would have to set the boundary of like, all right, starting at 8 p.m. on, no. (laughs) Yeah. We're done. (laughs) You're done. We're both done. Like, I like the ability of being able to collaborate on things if we want to, but also not being the exact same field. If I'm doing foreign policy work in the house and somebody is working on like, a a a health project somewhere else in in, in 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 the world we can collaborate on that like like there's absolutely room to 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 put ideas together but if it's like i'm a staffer and you're a staffer it's i just i don't know yeah i can i can definitely see that being a bit much especially because people on the hill are very ambitious mm-hmm. like like for better or for worse yeah. like people are like stuff moves very fast on the hill because people move up and move out very quickly and like i don't know that those are two people that's hard can be hard to keep in the same room yeah uh one of my friends is a hill staffer and that job terrified me like oh, i don't yeah yeah i don't, I don't get it lot, dude. <laughs> don't understand the thing about it but i'm like yeah you got it <laughs> wait do you know anything about like what office they're in because now i'm curious no idea Okay. <laughs> I, Although, drawing it back to the age thing, real unless you wanted, unless I, you would like to finish your thought there, Zach. No, no, no. You, you're good. We we definitely veer pretty far off age. Oh, it's fine. No, I just thought like but... I was just thinking about how like 
the kind of perception of like age differences like you know depending on who's older in like you know cis cis relationships i hate that like i like you know i'm on my dating apps i'm not ashamed to say it i'm lonely and i don't know how else to meet people in in you know in mid pandemic um but I have my age range on dating apps set so that it's like, I can see people that are two years younger than me and I can see people that are two years older than me. And I feel so, like, I feel like a cougar if I swipe on someone who's 22 and I'm 23. But when a guy is like one or two years older than me, I'm like, yeah, this is fine. Like, this is totally cool. I'm like, I hate that that's in my, like, that that's in my head. There is a weird cultural norm where, like, the guy is supposed to be older. Yeah, like, supposed yeah. to be older. And Absolutely. I'm like, I hate... Yeah. Yeah. That this is a thing that I am conscious of when I'm swi- Like, again, I shouldn't feel weird swiping on a guy that's 22. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. It's even, like, I'm in my 30s, and I briefly dated a guy recently that was, like, two years younger than I am, and I just, I kept referring to myself as a cradle robber. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> like, oh, you're a baby! <laughs> like, oh, no, he's two years younger than I am. Right. <laughs> it's like dude yeah like that's nothing like in actual like real world adult terms that's literally nothing that's like only weird when you're in high school i have literally never dated anybody who was younger than me oh no that's a lie one time in seventh grade i dated a boy who was one month younger than me <laughs> and that was as low as i would go <laughs> there we I go two years older than i am Hmm? My high school boyfriend was two years older. That wasn't weird. I feel it. I don't know. There was one girl I knew in high school. She was like a senior and she would be like dating freshmen. And I'm like. Well, that's three years. I mean, yeah, but I was also like that. Like, that's a child. I feel like if it's a high school senior dating a high school sophomore, like weird, but whatever. But if it's like a college freshman dating a high school junior, that's where like, like once you start switching like yeah it's weird super weird yeah. again yeah. senior dating a freshman i was like that, that's a like that's a child well the other thing that would happen at my high school which is disgusting is that within like the first two months of the school year starting the senior sports boys would all be dating freshman girls I'm like, oh, those are children. Yeah. The, that's like, a baby. Those are children. We literally just got to the high school. Yeah, mm, that's no. Gross. Yeah, it was disgusting. I hated it. Wait, wait, can I say one more thing about this? Because college college students should not be dating high school students. Absolutely not. Now, I don't know who needs to hear this, but members of Congress should not be dating high school students either. <laughs> Listen to the man. Anybody who might need to hear that. Putting it High school teachers there. should not be dating their recently graduated students. Disgusting. Nope. Big no. Nope. Uh, there Even are like few... professors dating their students. Like, yeah. that's mm -hmm. super gross. Even no. if they're like actual like adult grad students, don't nope. care. It's nasty. Don't do it. Well, it's funny too. Like, I was working in a high school and I'm only 23, but I'm around these high schoolers and I'm like, children, this is a child. Like, like, that's that's a child. I'm looking at a child. Yeah, because you don't, like, I mean, like, you're obviously not, like, a full foot. Like, you don't quite feel like a child when you're in high school. You're like, I know I'm not quite an adult yet, but I don't feel like a little kid either. 
But then, like, as soon as you, like, are out of high school and you go back, you're like, these are children. Yep. Yeah. I am um, in the phase of my life right now. It's the good old early 20s phase where I'm around adults and I'm like, oh, I'm a child. Yeah. And then I go around teenagers and I'm like, oh, no, I'm an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Realizing that technically you do count as adult supervision. Oh my god, terrifying. Yeah, what? Even though I, like, I should still be supervised most of the time. That's just, like, a slightly bigger child. That's like getting a horse to watch your dog. Um, this semester, I was left in charge several times of groups of 25, 13-year-olds. And I was like, uh, uh, hello? (laughs) 13-year-olds are the meanest people in the world. The high waist man, he has feminine hips. He got them. And they're like, no, that's the thing I'm sensitive about. A lot of John Mulaney this episode. Good, love to see it. Yeah. Love Weird John. Um, I've ever been in as the first class I ever taught was was my first year as a master's student. So I had just started grad school and they like, here, teach this class. And one of the students in it was the boyfriend of one of my fellow grad students. Because she had graduated from Ohio State, like, as an undergrad and then started the master's program. So she was only a year older than he was, but she had gone up to the the graduate program while he was still an undergrad, and I was teaching him. And I have never felt so uncomfortable. (laughs) They're only a year apart, but, like, still. Yeah, no, that's a a big... It's so weird. I pretend I do not see it. That's what happens when you teach college at 22. Like, it doesn't... Doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, no, no, thank you. I no. Like, oh, you finished your bachelor's like a few months ago, right? Here, teach this class. Right. That's what they do to you. That doesn't feel right. Nope, that's what they do. Actually, not gonna lie, I wouldn't mind teaching class at some point. That sounds like. No, I like was technically in charge of a class for like a minute, and I hated it. I hated every second of it. All those eyes looking at you? It's bad. I hate it so much. It was not fun at all. I imagine you're doing that. Well, college isn't as bad because, like, they're paying for it. So there's at least part of them that wants to be there. This is true. It could be a very small part, but even if it's the part that's like, I paid $100 for this class specifically, I'm going to be here. often it's my parents want me to be here or society wants me to be here not so much that the papers yeah that too <laughs> would we like to move on yeah uh, let's do it um i believe we- this is one that you provided brooksy <laughs> sorry i don't know why i'm laughing like i haven't seen it before i mean it, it is funny how many towels should you own love this question the fact that you're already laughing makes me think that you have strong opinions. And also, Emily, your expression. I know you have things to say. Have at it, I have it, so many opinions about everything. Go for <laughs> it. I'm gonna go with, for me personally, if it was just me, mm-hmm. I want five towels. What? Because, okay, so, I will use a towel twice before I wash it because reduce, reuse, recycle, 
lower your water intake, save the world. Um, so I will use a towel twice. And then that way I only have to do laundry every two weeks. I use a towel way more often than that. Maybe I'm gross. Yeah, me too. No, I I was thinking it was just me until Bridget said that. Yeah, no. Maybe like maybe I'm nasty. My cat also will use my towels though. Okay. So you okay. like will rub all up on them and like get when in you there. Put it like so. that. But they generally... end up too much covered in cat hair that the cat hair just sticks to my wet body, and I'm like, oh, gotta wash this. Ugh, bad. Okay, yeah, no. That I do understand. But yeah, like, I mean, obviously, wash the towel, don't be disgusting. But also, like, the towel is only ever coming into contact with me when I am the cleanest Clean. that I am. I'm thinking. So, like... And um, as long as you hang it up properly so that it doesn't get all mildewy, you're fine. Yeah, I think five is too many. When I went... When I moved out for college, I had three. I, th I think we need a clarifying. So when we're talking towels, are we talking just bath towels? Yes, bath towels. Okay, bath so we're not doing like hand towels and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I had three bath towels and one hand towel. I have a towel specifically for Echo that is like, that is like Echo's towel. And when we come oh, in, yeah, I mean, like I have, muddy, I have a hair dye towel. towel. <laughs> yeah. The, the first thing I thought of when I saw this is the episode of Friends when they're doing the trivia questions about each other. And the question is, how many types of towels does Monica have? I don't know if anybody has seen that because it's a very specific episode. I have not. But they're trying to, like, name them off during the rapid fire round. They're like, fancy guest, fancy guest, and then turns out to be, like, 11. But... Yeah, no, I, Friends is one of those shows where, I, like, I know enough about it just because my sister is a big fan and also, like, you know, kind of just knowing yeah. about it culturally, but I've never sat down yeah. and watched every single episode, and at this point, I don't think I need to. Okay. I know, like, my best friend and I could probably quote all the seasons, like, verbatim. I love that every episode, you. And the, that's Wild. the first thing I thought when I saw that, but I figured it was a shot in the dark if anybody else knew the reference, but, um. Yeah, no, um, I think three is fine. Not enough. Then you just have to do laundry. Who does laundry? Not me. Well, I mean, I would hope you do at some point. I mean, like, eventually. But, like, laundry <laughs> is one of my least favorite chores. Oh, see, I don't really mind it all that much. Oh, I hate it. Well, okay, so here's the other thing. is like, are you using more than one towel at once? Because I feel like that definitely plays into the yeah. situation. Yeah. I'm only ever using Oh, yeah, body towel and then the hair towel. Because yeah. I have yeah. so much hair. I have. Yeah. I have a towel that goes on my waist, I have a towel that goes on my shoulders, brush my teeth, all that, and then. I just use one towel. I, I have a lot of surface area. <laughs> yeah, you gotta wrap up the long hair or it will just drip endlessly. Yeah, and just yeah no, that's not a problem I have. Yeah. Like, you'll just keep drying off your body and it'll just keep getting wet because your hair will just keep dripping. So you gotta have a hair towel. I showered three and a half hours ago and my hair is still wet. Bruh. That's a bit much. Yeah, See, that's... No. I have um, a very clear rotation because I use two towels at a time, so I have two sets of them. And I wash my towels once a week so that while, you know, one goes in the hamper to be washed, I can get out the other set that's fresh and ready to go. So that Seems I just like rotate. My set. You just have a discipline that I need in my life. <laughs> <laughs> This is a sign that I am tired when I can't stop my gestures. <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah, no, as a person who only uses one towel at once, 
I feel like three is good. It keeps the rotation going, and I always have, like, one or two, like, ready to be swapped in at any given time. Wait. Hey, Brooks, so does that mean you have four, or does that mean you just have four on rotation? Well, I mean, so I also, you know, I'm at a point in my life where I have bought towels on multiple occasions, you know, because I've, like, you know, redone the, the bathroom in terms of, like, shower curtain and decoration, right, so I buy towels. And I never get rid of the old ones because they could come in handy, you know, for hair dye towels or yeah. for guests or whatever. So I don't actually know how many towels I own. <laughs> That's the question. I don't have there. There's a lot. Okay, well, if you uh, had none, how many do you think the like? If you're starting with none, how many do you think the per an average person needs? I'm gonna say three. I mean, to me, four. I mean, you you want to have extra in case of guests too. See, I'm sort of in the same boat. I don't actually know how many towels I have. I know I've bought towels since I came here, but I also came here with towels. Um. I mean, I definitely. De I mean, like when I'm living at home, there's definitely way more than three. We have changed our bathroom color scheme enough yeah. for that to happen. I just know I always have two in the bathroom, and then there is usually some amount either in the wash or in the closet for. In my case, not really hair dye, but but you know when I have company and um. I don't know how many I have, but I know I, I always have two, like on hand. Just, just including bath towels, not like hand towels, washcloths, or anything. I have more washcloths than I know what to do with, because just every time, so like each time I would move into my dorm for the year, my mom would be like, "I bought you a pack of washcloths," and then when I moved into my apartment, she was like, "I bought you this Yo. ten pack of washcloths." <laughs> So I have so many, and I just, like, I don't want to throw them out, my but I don't know what to do with them, so I think I have, like, 25 washcloths just <laughs> chilling in my cupboard at this point, and I use maybe three before I wash them. Yeah, no, my current washcloth is one of those, um, like, expandable ones that you get at the dollar store, and it's, um, it's I Batman. I love those. <laughs> I have never used a washcloth in my life. When will use this one? <laughs> Wait, really? Huh? Or might have when I was a child, but I don't remember. Um, my favorite thing for a washcloth is I put my face mask on, like when I have like the liquid face mask, and then the first thing I do is I get my washcloth under really hot water, and then I just plop it on my oh, face so and just let it sit nice. there. Nice. Oh my god, it's amazing. It's the best thing in the world. If you've never done it, you need to do it right now. I will definitely. I um, that is um, what puts the soap on my body in the shower. I use like a, a loofah. They're oh, okay. plastic, not environmentally friendly. I use my hands. Valid. I just exfoliating. You get a little exfoliation from a washcloth. Not as much. Whatever. Plus, it gets a really good lather. I feel like you can't get a good lather with a washcloth. I I mean, okay, I've never used a, a loofah, so I can't say, but I feel like you I don't get a really good lather. Your hands. <laughs> you just give them a good rub. Yeah, no. Wait, but how often do you switch out your washcloth? Usually with uh, with the towels. Yeah. Everything goes out. Everything goes in. Interesting. Toss it all in the hamper. 
My washcloths are always one and done because it's either to take off a face mask or to get off my makeup. That's valid. I have one of those, like, yeah. it's not actually, it's not, I mean, it's kind of a washcloth, but it's not marketed as one. It's like one of those, like, microfiber makeup cloths that gets washed, washed a lot. I mean, I don't wear makeup every day, so, like, sometimes I can, like, you know, if I just, like, use one corner to, like, take off a little bit of eyeshadow, I can let her sit. But I don't I also do awesome. have a specific eyeliner washcloth that's only for removing my eyeliner because it stains it. Okay, and so it. I just have this washcloth that just black streaks all over it. Yeah, one time I used a washcloth to take off a clay face mask and it was never the same. Yep. But I have this, um, what my family thinks is a weird quirk, I think, where, I mean, it's technically a hand towel. I was referred to it as my face towel. But like when I just wash my face, I dry it with that specific towel. Because I've sometimes, you know, try to dry my face on, like, my regular bath towel, and then I get, like, mascara on it. Um, so I always mm-hmm. have, like, a separate, just, this is just my face drying towel. It's used for nothing else. Not a bad <laughs> thing to have. Uh, do you guys know, like, the decorative towels for, like, seasonal decorations that you, like, put on the oven? Oh, yeah. Kathy Kelly has a lot of those. But, like, they're just for decoration. Yeah. I remember I was over at my sister's house one time and her husband was cooking and he went to go like wipe his hands. He like reached for the decorative towel and it was Easter time. So it's this white towel with all these pastel eggs on it. And my sister goes, no, this towel is for nothing. Don't touch it. It is for nothing. (laughs) And I think it's important to have at least one towel that's for nothing. Oh yeah. No, we have plenty of decorative towels in my house. But that might just be like a mom thing. I have two in my apartment currently. I personally don't have any. But I don't know. Perhaps that will change. I love a good novel. I love a good decorative, decorative towel. There are some really good ones, like, um, you know, that have, like, foul language on them and stuff. Oh, I love those ones. Yeah. Um, I've definitely seen ones that I like, but I, I don't know. The idea of having a towel there that I can't use would bother me, so I've just never gotten them. Uh, at the Dollar General, where I work, well, not the one specifically where I work, at, like, all of them, Mm -hmm. they sent out a memo for a recall because they had decorative towels out for the holiday season, and they were meant to say, bless this home, but instead they said, bless this homo. (laughs) And I was like, I need to find those so I can buy every single one. I love that so much. Like, I need all of those right now. I thought I knew where that was going. I was wrong. I thought... It, it was like, all right, which letter is missing? Yeah, essentially. Bless this homo. <laughs> that's fantastic. I love it. Uh, I I great. got a friend of mine a set of, like, those towels for Christmas. Um, it was two of them, and the first one said, um, fuck Ted Cruz, and the Beautiful. second one said, and Josh Hawley, too. So... <laughs> Uh, like you have to put them side by side yeah i love that my that's cute ex-boyfriend he got an oven mitt for christmas one year that had that just said i'll feed all you fuckers on it (laughs) (laughs) i liked that that was that was a solid piece of kitchenware i I need to get a good oven mitt i love i love the funny ones just bring a little bit of humor wherever you can Okay, would we like to move on to the chart that I'm really excited for? Yes. I hope everyone has things to say. 
because I sure do. I'm ready. Hell yeah. Um, you know what? Let me stream it for y'all because I will be filling it out. I don't think I fully understood it, but it's okay. We'll get there. Uh, I am going. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We'll give examples. Share your screen. Okay. Wait, no, that's not it. Sorry, I don't know why this is taking me as long as it is. Okay, can we see it? Sound. If I hit watch stream. Yes, watch stream. Watch stream. I just see it. Okay. We good friends? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, basically, this is an alignment chart for fictional male characters. And I have the link to, like, where I found this that has the actual title. I just downloaded the image. So, yeah. Think of a fictional male character, and we plot them on the chart. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Would well, anyone like to start, or should I embarrass myself by going first with my, like, backlog of fictional male characters? I still can't see it for some reason. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, did you click watch stream? Yes. And it just shows us. Uh, so we're getting some echo. How about now? Some Russian doll situation going. Yeah. Can y'all not see it? Nope. Lots echoing, too. Hold on. Oh, if it's echoing, you have to mute the stream. So, if you click on it, there should be an option to, like, for a microphone that you can mute it. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. 
Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How about now? Hey. Beautiful. Okay, sorry. I just clicked the wrong thing. It was not sensing that I had multiple windows open. Moving right along. Would anyone like to start? Okay. All my characters are probably going to be, like, a, not obscure, but maybe a little outdated. That's fine. Mine are going to be real weird, too. Okay. Anybody know Cheers? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Because slightly older show. I feel like Sam Malone definitely has a place on this graph chart. Okay. Where? Um, Where do we think? So that's a good question. <laughs> because like he is not a one dimensional character, but he is like a player. Mm-hmm. So I feel like more somewhere between I could fix him, but also like think you bastard man. Okay. The upper right quadrant. Yeah. He goes up there. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna get more complex than I could fix like than like just the quadrants, not like exact points like within the graph. Oh, I have a very bottom right corner. Do tell. If you're interested. <laughs> Hit me with it. Um, the male hormone monster from Big Mouth. Oh, what's his name? Maury. Maury. Absolute bottom right corner. Yep. Absolute bastard man, but I could absolutely make him worse. Oh, I could 100% make him worse. <laughs> you know who I think? This is hyper-specific to me. You know who I think is... um. Uh, stinky bastard man, I could make him worse. Deacon from what we do in the shadows. Oh my god. I could 100% make him worse. Aww. I could make him so oh much worse. Oh my god, worse. wait. Okay, Aww. speaking of characters, did you guys see the clip? Wait, I think I sent this to Brit. Oh no, wait. Either I sent this to Bridget or Bridget sent it to me. Mm -hmm. But the clip of that guy on Laura Ingram trying to tell her about the show <laughs> You, and for the life of her, she could not understand what was happening. I do love that so very much. That was so good. Either way, uh, Bridget, you are not doing comic sans. That that okay. um that character would go on here somewhere. Good breathe. I'm just trying to make them all a little smaller. Or, like, slightly more compact font. So that we don't run out of space. So that we don't get too big too fast and, and run out of room. That's fair. Oh my god, wait, I have one. Um, Hit me with it. I'm just trying to figure out where he would go. But, um, George Costanza. I can oh think of god. a poor little meow meow. I could fix him. Because I've been playing a lot of Portal, Portal 2 meow, meow. recently. 
Oh, Bridget. Wheatley. Wheatley is poor little Meow Meow, and I could fix him. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. No, I don't want the text shadow, damn it. Anyway. I can type. Yeah, no. Poor little Meow Meow, and I could 100% fix him. Um, I'm gonna go bottom left, bottom left of poor little Meow Meow, but I could definitely make him worse. Luigi? From the Mario Brothers. Okay. I feel bad for him because he does not get any of the credit. Like, Mario gets everything. He's a poor little Meow Meow. But, like, oh my god, I could ruin him. Okay. He's not Italian anymore. He's just normal. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks, what is your contribution? You have to make at least one. The other day, what it is. Huh? I told you the other day. No, you didn't. I did. I told you, Fox Mulder. <laughs> okay, poor little Meow Meow. I could definitely make him worse because I would encourage his alien bullshit. That was what I was thinking. I was staring at it and trying to decide, but that's what I was leading to. I could definitely make him worse. Moving along. Yeah, no, I, I could make him so much worse. I think I have a character for perfect center. Dale Cooper. I don't know who that is. Twin Peaks. I'll admit it. No. Okay. I was about to say, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I would put him... Okay. Slightly more toward the poor little meow meow than the stinky bastard man. Okay, valid, but dead center of I could fix him and I could make him worse because he's perfect. Yeah, that I can buy. Sweet. Getting real annoyed having to change these text settings, but that's fine. Oh, maybe I should leave that one an impact because for reading purposes. Oh, I'll fix it later. Yeah, no. Um, he does not need fixing, and he's too good for me to make worse. Mm -hmm. I want. I feel like we need more in. I could fix him, stinky. But actually, I have one, and y'all are gonna judge me for it. Yeah. Beetlejuice, but the Broadway version. <laughs> Oh my word. I could fix You're right, him. I am gonna judge you for it. I can fix him. Please do not try. <laughs> you can't stop me. Please don't. It's been typed out. It's happening. I'm not sorry. I can fix him. What else have we got, friends?
I had so many thoughts and plans, and then I forget. I should have written them down. I'm sorry. You were just talking about the show You, which is making me think about Joe Goldberg now. Which I feel like, I mean, he's very clearly stinky bastard man because he murders. Yeah, valid. But I don't think you could fix him or make him any worse. No, I feel like he just kind of is there. We can put him on the the same axis as Dale Cooper, but... That's what I'm thinking, because I'm sort of seeing there being a stinky bastard man. What's his name, Joe? Uh, Goldberg. Okay. I need more. We need someone else in Poor Little Meow Meow. I could fix him. Okay, Um, I have one. Yeah, go. Hit me with him. Um, Charlie Kelly from from It's Always Sunny. Yes. I like it. Um, up there. I mean, oh, oh, yeah, I feel like all the characters from that show are sort of lost causes, but he's definitely on the... But he's closer to being fixed. Like, he's he's one of the most fixable. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's kind of why he came to mind. So, like, if anybody could be, like... If anyone could be fixed, ...rehabilitated. I was gonna say Wesley from The Princess Bride. Because he is, like, the ultimate poor little meow meow, and I just want to, like... Does he need fixing, though? I mean, like, kind of, because, like, I feel like that had to be traumatic. All of his being the Dread Pirate Roberts and everything that he had to go through. This is very true. And I could heal him. (laughs) Okay. But also, you have lost all right to judge me for putting Wheatley in Poor Little Meow Meow. I could fix him. I think if there is a perfect center to this, Do tell. it's Josh Lyman. Josh Lyman from West Wing. I did not watch West Wing, but interesting. Because on yeah. the one hand, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> I feel like he is the perfect medium of like okay can you really fix him if he gets somebody elected president but also he's like responding to people on chat forum who are like fans of his but also like i don't know there's just so much that can swing either way i feel like he's like right in the center of the action i'm happy to put him there what's his name his name is josh lyman L Y M A N. Sorry, I didn't. I should have specified. I that. Love you, it looked like lemon for a second, and that yeah. just for some reason. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, lemon. Lemon or lemon lemon. The um, the name of his of his internet fan group from the nineties. Nice. Um, I'm also gonna argue that towards the center. Um, would be Ben Gates from National Treasure. Okay. Because, like, 
He stole the Declaration of Independence. He did Bakerman, steal the Declaration of Independence. For good reason. For little meow meow. He kidnapped the president. Right. He kidnapped the president, but, like, for good reason. And then, yeah. like, he broke all these laws, but then he found a treasure and donated it to these museums. And, like, I don't know that he really needs fixing, but I'm not sure that he, like, I don't really know that I can make him worse because he's a good guy. So what are we thinking? Here? No, uh, honestly, like, if it didn't look messy, putting them right on top of each other. But obviously, like. How do we? Well, here, hold on. Make that a little smaller. Here's the other thing. I feel like it wouldn't. I feel like you can make him worse because it would not take much to get him to go hunt more treasure. Like, yeah, that's you could fair. Just, like, you could just yeah, be like, we could make him a little I found bit this worse. piece of pottery, and he's like, let's go. And then. Does this seem fair to everyone? Yeah. yeah what fair. an absolutely elaborate way to just prank that man on the daily. If I was married to him, I would be like, oh my God, look, I found this thing. Let's go. And then we would go on this elaborate adventure. And it would end up being a rickroll. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, stinky bastard man who I could absolutely make worse. Elias Bouchard. From the Magnus Archives. Adam. I could definitely make him worse. Shoot, now I want to go out in my living room and look at all my movies. And see what... I go for it. Wait, like, like can I? Be my guest. No, oh. no, it's okay. I, I can recall most of them. Um, a stinky bastard man that I could fix. Yes. O'Connell from the Mummy. Yes, I could totally fix him. Like he is—he's a mess. He's—he's he's a mess. But he's a but mess I could that we love. Him. I could definitely fix him. I mean, hell, like, Evie pretty much fixes him by the end of the movie. Right. Wait, we still have to put George Costanza in Poor Little Meow Meow that you could fix. Okay. Um... We need one more Little Meow Meow that we could make worse. Uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I just thought of another for poor little Meow Meow. I could fix him. And this is like a classic. Loki. Yes, absolutely. I could fix him. I could fix him. (laughs) I will fix him or die trying. Right? Oh, man. Throwback to friggin' 12th grade. (laughs) What a time that was. Yeah, no. I I could fix him. Um, kind of easily, in my opinion. Not to good, do a good old throwback to like my middle school cringe phase. I want to hear it. Um, the fact that you said middle school cringe phase. BBC's Sherlock Holmes goes in the middle, but I can make him worse. Yeah, I can definitely make him yeah. worse. One hundred percent. Also, if that's a cringe face and I haven't gotten out of it, because I still love Sherlock. Me too. <laughs> I think it's so good. It, it, it's it's really well done. It yeah. is. Like... Yeah, oh, I could easily um, make him worse. Okay, speaking of 
poor little Meow Meows, you can make worse. Um, Burton Guster from Psych. I'm going to need you to spell that for me. It's, uh, well, okay, it's uh, B-U-R-T-O-N and then Guster. G-U-S-T-E-R. Okay, cool. So my my potential guess would have been right. But I just wanted to be sure. I'm glad yeah. somebody got that. Got that. <laughs> That's a good choice. Yeah, yeah. This is like one of my favorite characters of all time. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen every episode of that show so many times. I love oh it. Oh my god! No, it's literally my comfort show. I watched it through more than once, and now it just goes on as background noise. I like. Yeah, that. It's funny every time. Oh my god, stinky bastard man! I could fix him. Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Nice. Yeah. Stinky bastard man, but I could fix him. I love him. He's my favorite. And this is just proving our point. You could fix him. I could fix him. I know. I just want to keep coming. Like, I'm having so much fun with this. I know. Who else? Who else could I fix or make worse? And then it's just a matter of where they fall on either end. I'm like looking at my books and movies as I'm as I'm doing this. I'm trying to see if we have gaps, and I I have one, but I think probably nobody else is gonna get the reference. Does that matter? I mean, I'm here referencing Elias Bouchard, so. But I know who that is. I'm here <laughs> referencing video games. Please continue. Um, Dirk Gently. Um, from Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Oh, I know this show. I just don't know it super well, so I will oh I will God. defer to your. I have the the book series. Well, it was only two books, but still, Hell it's a series. Yeah. Yes. Um, one of my favorite shows of all time. They only did two seasons, unfortunately. I've heard good things. I just haven't watched it yet. Where yeah. are we putting? Where are we putting? I, I would put him um, dead center between Bastard Man and Meow Meow, but I could fix him. Okay, I like that. Okay, I have another poor little Meow Meow, but I don't know which direction he goes. All right. Um, um, Spencer Reed from Criminal Minds. Hmm. I haven't watched I'm going to say that I could make him worse. I feel like I could too, but there's like one too many examples where he like holds his ground. And I know. like I feel like it would be hard to move him, but, but, but he, but he, he definitely falls like... on the left. Just like, under. Just on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can make him worse if I try really, really, really hard. Yeah. What do we think? Does that look good? Yeah. yeah. That looks good. Who is another stinky bastard man that I could make worse? Because we really only have two. Like, we only have three, like, actually in that quadrant. I, oh, Voldemort. Stinky bastard man, but I feel like I could absolutely make him worse. Whoopst? Voldemort. Lord Voldemort from Harry Potter. He must not be named. Yeah. I hope you mean Tom Riddle. Um, no. Put some respect in his name. Thank you very much. I feel okay. like if I just showed Voldemort a copy of The Prince, like, he could be so much more evil. Actually, yeah. yeah like, I could make him worse. Yeah. Within two seconds. Yeah. It's like, here, take all of this, like, muggle game theory that you didn't learn about because you never made it past the fifth grade in the real world school, and 
Go do Here's a gun. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You have two hands. You only need one for a wand. Yeah, here's a gun. <laughs> That's so funny. I want another stinky bastard man that I could make worse, but in a lovable way. Wait, who are we looking for? I said I want another stinky bastard man that I could make worse, but in a lovable way. Well, if Charlie Kelly is fix him, all the other characters from It's Always Sunny you can make worse. I also kind of want but another, that's like another stinky cast. bastard man that I can um, fix. Who... What are, like, shows that I like? I know, right? And now I'm here just, like, I've never liked a thing in my life, even though I was so excited to fill out this chart because I was, like, every character that I... Like, every male character I've ever simped for, I was just like, here's where this guy fits, here's where this guy fits, here's where this guy fits, and now I'm just like, what's a character? I could make Doug Stamper worse. I could make a stinky bastard man Doug Stamper much worse. What is he from? Actually, maybe I can make him better. I don't know. He's from House of Cards. He's Frank Underwood's chief of staff. I have not watched House of Cards. But now I don't know if I could... Any inspiration? I don't know if I can make him better or worse. From my bookshelf. He's definitely Stinky Bastard. I like it. Um, Will Graham from Hannibal. I can't decide if he's Stinky Bastard Man or poor little Meow Meow. I feel like he's in between. Yeah. I also can't decide if I could fix him or make him worse. Because he's definitely not in the middle. Like, he's definitely not in the middle. He's he's too unstable. Fix him. Yeah, okay. I could fix him. Oh. Um, yes. Poor little Meow Meow that... I could fix um, Charles from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh my god, absolutely. Aww. Adorable. Uh, what was that poor little meow meow that we could fix? Yes. Yeah. Can I make this bigger? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm too excited. Okay. It, it's all coming to me. Um, I have another one for when we're ready. Yes, go at it. What, what was the name I'm adding? Um, Charles oh. from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't actually know his last name. Okay, I'm just gonna Boyle. Play. I'm just going to... Boyle. Boyle. Thank you. I was blanking on it. Charles Boyle. Um, and then Stinky Bastard Man that I could make worse. Um, Dr. Kelso. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like Yeah. He could be much worse. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm sorry. Who Doctor? Uh from Doctor Scrubs. Calso from Scrubs. Uh. Also Doctor Cox from Scrubs. <laughs> I love Doctor Cox. He's probably my favorite character on that show. Wait, are we fixing him or making <laughs> him worse? He's a and you could oh, make him he absolutely is. But like, what are we doing with Doctor Kelso? Oh, um, you make him worse. Make so him much worse. worse. Uh, poor little meow meow or bastard man. Oh no, stinky bastard man. Love it. Um, has anybody here watched Nip Tuck? I have not. Oh my god. That's your homework. 
watch Neptalk. It's on Hulu. Okay. <laughs> Who's a poor little meow meow that I could make worse? Oh. Doctor Who. I have a. I have a. a, a I was poor gonna little say meow the meow tenth doctor. Worse. The tenth doctor. Poor, is little, a poor meow little meow meow. meow. Absolutely, I can make. I the can make him worse. so much worse. <laughs> Frankly, you could fill out this chart with just different incarnations of the Doctor, except for the most yeah. recent. Okay, I have a, a, a poor little meow meow you can make worse. One moment, please. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Um, Josh Hickles from Jake and Josh. <laughs> you could. You really could. I'm just guessing how this is spelled. I yeah, that, I, I'm pretty sure that's it. Good enough. Yeah, you could definitely make him worse. Drake and Josh, what a great show that was. Um... Plankton is a stinky bastard man, but I really think I could fix him. Interesting choice, but okay. <laughs> Zach, are you really right? Right? Listen, like, just give that man a Krabby Patty, and then he'll be like, well, what do I do now? And then you're like, go to therapy. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I think his, like, his whole plan would crumble as soon as he succeeds. You're completely right. Yeah, and then he would need fixing, and I could do that. I like that. Do we think this is as complete as we can get it? Yeah, I feel like we given, could be here all night. But... We could be yeah. here all night. And also, I was yeah. going to say... Given the size, it does look pretty full. Yeah. And I was going to say that I don't have this listed, but since we're here, and since I'm loving the energy in this room, would we like to play Smasher Pass? I can do a quick it, quick quick round or two. I dig it. Okay. Would anyone like to start or am I just going to embarrass myself? Um, I think that we should just pick characters from this. We should pick okay. And if they aren't a human person, maybe like voice actor? I mean, there aren't very I don't know that there are very many that aren't Well, I mean, we definitely have a robot on here. We could just skip the non-humans. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of them on there, so <laughs> a lot of names. Okay. Um. <laughs> it is an awful lot of names to go through. This is true. Okay. Uh, does anyone? We'll anyone pick go? out some good ones. Pick out. Pick out. Everybody, pick your two favorites. Okay, I got them. Well, one of the one of my favorites we did we has already been done, so that we're putting that aside. Which one, Dale Cooper? Cooper. Okay, <laughs> she knows me too well. <laughs> okay, um, drag her off here. I would like to throw out Spike. Oh, absolutely, Smash. Yeah, I gotta look this guy up. Hold on. Oh, over and over. It's uh, James Marsters. Yeah. If you know Spike. I'm just Googling Spike Buffy. Much more in some of the later seasons where his hair's not super long and slicked back, but more just like 
Yeah. Texture to it. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if he does it for me. Oh. You gotta, you just like, you gotta watch Buffy. Yeah, you gotta. And then you'll understand. Respect. Yeah, and his total bastard nature. It's very yeah. hot. Okay, I'm gonna say without the personality context. personality just does without it. Without context, I'm gonna say pass. I'm very sorry. Yeah, I think if you, I think if you watch the show, that would definitely change your mind. I agree. All right. Zach. <laughs> okay. Um. I, I was gonna say answer for Spike, unless you are not comfortable answering. In that case, you don't have to. Oh no! I wait. Okay, well, let me look him up because I actually don't know anything about the show or what he looks like. Oh my goodness! Like from um. Buffy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, let me see. Uh, not really my type. Yeah, I'm gonna say pass. Yeah, not really my type. Okay. You don't know what you're missing. I guess not. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. Wait, can I quick tangent? Yes, of course. Um, Spike was the character that gave me um, the crisis when my mother and I were watching Buffy together. And I was like, oh, he's so cute. And my mom was like, yeah, I agree. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> this is where it begins. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. I guess I'll just go. Um, yeah. Rick O'Connell, Brendan Fraser in The Mummy. Smash. Smash. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely smash. Yeah. Wait, okay. So, am I just picking two people? Yeah. Okay. I like Spencer Reed, but we're gonna hard pass Charlie Kelly. I don't really know anything about Um, that. I really want to know everybody's opinions on Luigi. Pass. <laughs> Emily? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, absolutely, I would. <laughs> there is. <laughs> um, it's a series on YouTube. It's called Game Theory, run by uh, Matt Pat. And he did a whole game theory about the size of Luigi's um, smaller Luigi. <laughs> and all I'm saying is he's packing. Richard, you okay? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. You're muted, my dear. No, I think she's just stunned. Oh. I or are you just talking be. silently? There you go. I just think it didn't pick me up for a second broken. there. What? <laughs> You know what? Everybody has one toxic opinion in their lifetime. This is mine. Let me have it. Okay, you know what? Fine. I will out myself with my toxic opinion. Um, the Broadway version of Beetlejuice. 
I'll let you have it, smash. but absolutely not. <laughs> Big time smash. <laughs> well, what has this devolved into? <laughs> it's devolved into precisely what I wanted it to devolve into. Thank you all for your participation. I have shared two. Emily has shared. Have you done two? Uh, maybe. We definitely should have done this in a more organized fashion, but that's fine. That's okay. Brooks, Spike, who is your second pick? Um, I don't know. I don't think about it. Okay. Moment here. Well, I mean, I feel like Fox is too much of a an obvious. I mean, Smash. Yeah. Because, like, duh. Of course. I really want to throw out Gus, but if you haven't seen Psych, it's kind of hard for you all to. I mean, I can lay it on me. Him up. Literally lay it on me. Yeah, hold on. Let, let me let me Google this man. We're gonna go by looks alone. There was there was actually wait, Brooks. Did you catch the West Easter egg in Psych? I don't know if I have. They dropped one. They were in in in, in City Hall, and and Gus was like. I could have run for office and Sean was like, or, or no, Gus said, Gus said, Sean, if it wasn't for you, I would be the president by now. And he's like, you wouldn't be the president. And he's like, well, I would work for the president. And then. Like, okay. Yeah. Like he looks pretty spiffy in a suit. I'm going to say smash. I absolutely um, agree. Yeah. Because um, Hill, who plays Gus on site was also on West Wing. And he looks like such a baby in West Wing, too. He does. I watched, like, before I watched West Wing, and then yep. I watched West Wing, I was like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a child. I dig it. Which, to be fair, in West Wing, he's supposed to be, like, borderline just left childhood, yeah. so, like... Yeah. Nice. Wow. Okay, well. Emily. Yes. Who is your second? Oh, I also am picking Spike. Okay. Just because, duh. I like it. Zach, what was your second? I did Spencer Reed and Charlie Kelly. What do we all think of Spencer Reed? I love Spencer Reed. Oh, I have to Google him. It's Matthew Gray Googler, right? Yeah. Oh, big smash. Yeah. I like wood, but I don't know how much I would enjoy it. <laughs> Like, I want to experience it, but I'm not sure how it would go. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, okay. But also, Charlie Kelly is pretty obvious, like, as a character. Mm-hmm. He's kind of out of luck. Um... I feel mm. like I have something that's not necessarily a character. It's, like, kind of character adjacent. And I feel like it's, like, I could be swinging a baseball bat at a hornet's nest right now. Don't do it. Yes. Steven Merchant. Steve- Smash or pass. <laughs> Wait, who is that? He's not a fictional character. No, I know. He voices one of the characters here. Oh, right. Oh, man. 
That's a tough one. Okay, so he directed The Office. Oh, that would have been a good one to have characters from. Um, I'm going to have to go Smash. Thank you. Okay. I thought yeah. I was going to get severely judged for saying Smash. Also, he is six yeah. foot seven. Yeah. Okay, you know and what? That I accent? was accent? Gonna... His eyes creep me out too much. I can't do it. I was going to be a yes until I heard the height. Too much? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I can't do the eyes. They creep me out. I don't want the whole thing during it. Okay, I know that this is about to be the most, like, unmedia thing ever, but, like, how do you look at that? Right, no, I think it's a joke. I wasn't looking at it, I turned back. Well, when you you put it in the camera like that. (laughs) That's what he looks like. He would, like... Like, try to gently lay me down on the bed, and I'm like, no. Because <laughs> he seems very gentle. He seems like he would be nice, but I could not do it. So I feel like so much of it is based on personality, though. Too, it's not just oh, the looks. Yeah, like with no. Spike, right? and like, also again, he has such right. a wonderful accent. Like that's frankly all I need to yeah. send me. Uh-huh. Huge fan. That's fair. Spike also has a British accent. Mm-hmm. Well, when you put it like that... Mm. Watch Buffy. That's all I'm saying. My answer. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I thought a lot more people... I thought everyone here was going to get really mad at me when I said Stephen Merchant. Well, now I'm, I pulled up the same picture that he was holding up, and it's, like, staring at me. Yeah. <laughs> No matter where you move your head, it's still looking at you. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, he's a pretty geeky-looking dude, but the answer is still yes. Yeah, Uh -uh. I mean, he has crazy eyes in this picture, though. Alright, gang. I can't handle this anymore. I think this- I think we've reached a- I think we've had enough, is honestly a better way to put it. I think this has gone far enough. Oh my god. Agreed. But this is the chaos that I work so hard to create, honestly. Oh god, it feels so good to be back. <laughs> these are these are these are the discussions I live for. Thank oh, you all for wow. joining me on this wonderful journey into yeah. madness. Thanks for having me. <laughs> letting me uh derail every conversation. <laughs> Love it. Now you're just looking at pictures of what? Stephen Merchant standing next to people. Right, it's like, it's scary. <laughs> it's like, I just keep looking at them, and I know he's gonna be, like, every a time, foot Okay, no, every time, time I watch like... Jojo Rabbit, which he's, he's creepy in that movie. He's mad creepy in that movie. Yeah, but yeah, there's that yeah. scene where, um, Sam Rockwell, like, he was, like, in the frame with Sam Rockwell, and Sam Rockwell has to, like, fully look up at him. And Sam Rockwell's, like, average height. Emily, what are you looking at? I specifically googled Stephen Merchant standing next to people. <laughs> like that was the fate of my Google search. I just it's a it's a lot. Yeah. And now I'm doing the same. And now I'm doing that too. Hey, look, there's him next to the rock. That's a uh, right? How are you taller than the rock? But barely in this picture. So... Look at him and Olivia Munn. <laughs> I don't understand it. This is him why next to Ricky's face is very funny, and I don't know why. 
good. All yeah. right. Tall dude. I think Again. one of the, the funniest you... height discrepancies, I'm just going to put my own political spin on this. One of the funniest political, or one of the funniest height discrepancies I've ever seen is Kathy Hochul and John Fetterman. So back when they, I, I mean, John Fetterman is still lieutenant governor, but he's the likely candidate for Senate. Mm-hmm. Kathy Hochul was the lieutenant governor at the time, but um, Kathy Hochul is 5'3", and John Fetterman is 6'9", and there's a picture of them standing together, and it's literally the funniest thing ever. Like, like he, she is tiny. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. Thank you all for joining me on this. Wow. Wild little journey we've been on together tonight. It's been a pleasure. By the way, oh that, God, that, that should be a future well. question. Like, whether height difference matters. Ooh, I agree. Ooh, I'm literally go- like, I am going to write yeah. that down for next week. Yeah. That needs to be a thing. <laughs> I think that'll be Emily. If you'd like to come back, mm. I might have to. I, I have opinions. Oh, I have strong opinions as well. But yeah, we can we can save those. Yeah. All right. I think this has gone we- on long enough. It's it's been real, everyone. We'll see you again next oh, week. It's been- It's been great. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks, featuring special guest Emily Whitney. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, at AndSarahSaid, and at EWIT789. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.